We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everybody, welcome to Gaming Golf uh, for the second week of the PGA Tour playoffs. It is uh, coming up on the uh, BMW Championships right now here. I'm Jeff Erickson here with Jeff Ritter. It's the Double Barrel Jeff podcast here. Scott is tied up at work. So, uh, you know, you're, you know we're going to have to carry some water. Last time we did this, though, we did all right, I think, Jeff. We'll make it. There's plenty to discuss. Uh, you know, we're getting down to the the nitty gritty for the FedEx uh, Cup season in golf. Ryder Cup spots are starting to become finalized, and it's fantasy football draft season. So we're going to close the show. I've got a fantasy football question for you. So a little a little something for everybody uh, on today's show. Go. Look forward to it. Let's take a quick look back at last week's uh, Northern Trust, which I think ended like 12 seconds ago. Uh, Tony Finau yeah. finally broke through after uh, all that we uh, were kind of joking around with that. We kind of dismissed him, and then he had a boom. He had an amazing weekend. Great closing day on Monday. Yeah, he, he's almost become he had almost become a punchline on the podcast, right? Where it's like, right. there's so many courses where you feel like his game travels and he could win and. I always every in these one and done pools that we do, I always use Tony Finau early in the year because I always feel like he's due for a win and he's going to play a course that sets up great for him. And it just for five years, it didn't happen. And then yesterday, you know, it finally clicks. Great Sunday rounds, just a 65. And then, I mean, Cam Smith just sort of laid down in the playoff by just snapping yeah. one in the water. But still, Finau, I mean, you, you got to feel great for him. He's really he, all of my experiences with him are just like he's as nice of a guy as you could ever meet seems extremely well liked on tour. So popular win, uh, both yep. in the locker room and out easy guy to root for, for sure. Uh, very entertaining golfer hits the ball really far, uh, you know, without the, uh, baggage that comes with Bryce in there. So it was, it was a lot of fun <laughs> to see that happen. You know, John Rom kind of, he, he had a great tournament, just trickled, you know, tailed off at the very end, but he's, he's still the dominant golfer on tour. Yes, he is. Uh, I don't know that he will be player of the year. I kind of feel like that's Morikawa's title to lose, but 
Rom really is the top player in the world at the moment. He's playing like it. He played like it for three and a half rounds at the Northern Trust. And uh, I believe he's the top pick on DraftKings this week. And you, you he is. Certainly, yeah, you wouldn't he's, – he's earned it. I mean, this is, this is his time. He's the guy you'd least want to face in a Ryder Cup match one month from now, I think, if you're a U.S. Uh, Ryder Cup member. And, and certainly right. the conversation this week um, at this, uh, that the BMW starts with him. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just jump right into it here with the BMW. First of all, uh, it's a different golf course this year. Uh, they're playing in Maryland. Uh, what are your th- thoughts on the setup there? What do you What do you think? Uh, what should we? What type of golfer should we be looking for here? Yeah, unfamiliar, right? So this is this is a new one. Um, I don't think the tour. It's been 14 years, I think, since any guys have played on this Cave, Caves Valley Golf Club. Uh, I mean, I don't know much about. It. I was just trying to read and scavenge for for facts and figures because this is not right. one that I'm familiar with. And uh, I mean, stock par 72, four par fives. It's going to be muggy and 90 degrees in Baltimore, uh, and it seems like guys, you know, let it rip. Um, not particularly large putting surfaces. So anytime you kind of have that set up, you start to think more about approaches to the green becoming significant. Um, those who can just hit it close uh, will do will do better on unfamiliar putting surfaces than those who are farther away. So, I mean, if Scott Jensen, our normal, our, our third member of the of the group, were here, you know, all summer, that's like an auto push push the button. That's a Colin Morikawa setup, right? If you can take, right. if you can minimize the effect of putting, that is the one weakness of his game. Whereas everything, every other aspect of his game is like, you know, top notch or possibly even leading the tour. Uh, this feels to me like a Morikawa setup. So even though we just talked up Rom at the beginning, you know, I look at the DraftKings prices, Rom 11.7, Morikawa just hanging in there at 10,000. I'd start my build with Colin Morikawa this week. Yeah, interesting. You know, he, he is dealing with a little bit of a bulky back, and I wonder how much that played into him missing the cut by so much. That's the one hesitation I have with him. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Brooks at 10 too, to be honest. Uh, you know, I thought he was going to make a charge at one point there, was kind of hovering like he was ready to pounce, and then it just didn't happen. But, you know, he races his game usually at the right time. I like that price uh, at, at that level there. Uh, they, we've got seven golfers in the five digits again. Rom at 11.7. That's, uh, you know, you're paying the premium for him. You can be done, especially with only a no-cut tournament, 75 golfers now, or 70 golfers now. Uh, you can probably find a way to, to make it work because let's face it the guys at the bottom i mean hudson swafford had a great tournament last week for instance there yeah. i mean you could he's and he's six thousand dollars you can find ways to make it work yeah for sure and uh, you know you got 70 guys left in the field all of them have accomplished a fair amount to still be mm-hmm. standing so right. there's, there's really no there's really no dead weight um right. in this field or in you know your daily fantasy games yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's look at the other guys in this tier. Uh, Jordan Spieth had a very interesting Monday. Uh, yeah. It was shades of Jordan from a year or two years ago. Didn't really see that one coming, but uh, he kind of melted down a little bit there. Although I remember that happening at that course a, a few years ago. That he, he was good on fr- Thursday, Friday, and then the weekend came and he just fell off. Yeah, that was shades of like the roller coaster speed, like the bad roller coaster, the roller coaster that's yeah. off, that's careening off the tracks, or <laughs> you just, you know, it's just hitting it all over the map. So I wouldn't, I don't put too much stock in it, like 
overall, but then at the same time, look at the tier he's in and the players around him. I agree with you, right. Brooks Kepka. I think Justin Thomas is another guy that's putting it back together again yes, as he is. the summer's gone yep. along. Uh, both of those guys are more interesting to me at that same price range than than Jordan Speed. They just you have to put a lot of stock in current form. If you're going to go off the top tier, I, I think you just you want to build the case up for that as opposed to right. finding picking holes in it. So, and that's a good call about the Morikawa injury as well. Like you know, I just course profile fits him so well, but you, I don't know. I, you know, maybe maybe Kepka, maybe JT, maybe those are my guys for that tier. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that there. Uh, let's move down to the second tier here, the 9,000s. Uh, you know, there's some very interesting names here. I'll just go through it here. Tony Fino, 98. Louis Oosthuizen, 96. Cam Smith, 95. Rory, 94. Bryson, 93. Cantley at 92. Victor Hovland, 91. And Daniel Berger at 9,000. What jumps off the page to you? I'm still a little angry at see, at seeing Victor Hovland off my fantasy team putting with a wedge uh, for oh. like the entire back nine at one, at one point last weekend. It's just like these are the big money events, and your guy is in the field and he's snapped his putter. Uh, I think uh, I mean Finau is a wonderful story. Cam Smith is sort of a wild card to me. I mean, he's another guy that's come very close this summer, and it's just like that's just such an agonizing way to lose. But I, I might right. go right between the two of them. I think if there's any justice in the golfing world, Louis Oosthuizen uh, should get a win soon. And even if he's not winning, he's always, he just seems to be so close. So I, I think, you know, rested, it's very tempting to just plug him right back in and just assume you're going to get another top five until he shows you otherwise. So I, I go Louis uh, first off this tier. How about you? From your lips to my fantasy team's lineup there, and my ever never ending quest to get fifth place, maybe or something like that. I think I'm right behind you in the standings, but yeah, uh, Louis coming back from the neck. Uh, you know, we'll see how you know how that affects him a little bit there. I mean, Cam Smith played so brilliantly just to have a couple of wayward drives scuttled the whole thing. You know, uh, early on he, he put one in the water on Monday, and then of course you know the, the on the playoff hole. It's funny, we're mentioning him right after mentioning Louie, and Louie did the same thing in a playoff hole, too. Uh, so, you know, the yeah. difference is Cam has won this year. Uh, you know, what's funny is Cantlay is someone we kind of just overlooked a little bit, and I talked him up last week on the pod, said I was going to use him in one and done, and then I lied. I actually used DJ anyhow, and so I got my just desserts. You used, uh, you used DJ. You betrayed yeah. our listeners by I know, <laughs> and, I, and I, I was punished for it. Actually, what happened is I neglected to switch over to Cantley. I had put, originally put in DJ, said I was going to sw switch to Cantley, and then I never did it because I was traveling last week. I had my own golf trip where I put a couple in the water too. So that's all, all fine. But uh, uh, it was, uh, but yeah, I, I think that uh, I like Cantley at 92 a lot. I think he's another guy. I mean, he just, he's it's never like going to bring, like inspire the masses, but I think he's going to be pretty solid this week. That's a good pick. He's been, he's, he's another one where we just kind of like, a little like Finau where you always expect a little more than you're getting. It seems like mm -hmm. the, the right. statistical profile looks extremely strong. It looks like any, you know, just like always has the trajectory just seems to be there with him. Um, he's had a nice year, uh, but you just feel like, is this guy going to be one of those tier a superstars because the statistical profile and just the pedigree, you feel like that's where he's heading, but he's just not quite getting there yet. But Win, win one of these playoff games, put yourself in line for 15 million. That will, that will change your profile in a hurry. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely there. So, uh, you know, you break through and who knows now. So tell me about, you know, about Pino himself, 98 coming off the win. 
can you know you know a lot of times they say okay you can't ever go back to back it's happened where you know guys kind of get that run going through the playoffs before though could he have another top five in him here why not uh, I mean, he's he's got the game. He's contended in all the majors. He's contended everywhere. You know, eight runner-ups, but in between uh, victories. So, sure, I I don't think I would look for him to win this week. I don't think he would be someone on a on a straight betting ticket. But in a DFS lineup, why not? You know, why not ride that? Now that the you know the the monkey's off the back, right? And he's you know right. free and loose. Doesn't have to answer those questions anymore. Uh, I'd be tempted. You know, it's tempting to just hop on and see if he can, if he's got another top five or top three in him. Yeah, I think, I think you're right about that, but uh, it, it, it's, it, it's intriguing and uh, kind of, this seems like a fun tier to invest in. I think that's the thing is, yeah. that, you know, you have to make, if you want to get a couple of these guys, you pr- probably aren't going out of the upper tier, but it, it seems to me like a good area to kind of, you know, fish in there and maybe get two or three of these guys and avoid the, the top tier, especially if you go like, Cantlay, Hovland, and Cam Smith. I think you could afford something like that. Yeah, I think so. Then you then you back it up with your kind of Hudson Swafford idea down at the bottom, or Max Max right. Homa. I think it's interesting down at the bottom. And we'll get there in a second. But yeah, I think you can get you, you can build almost any kind of roster you want this week because there there is no uh, you know the cheapies as you like to call them. These are still top seventy players in the FedEx Cup standing. So you you can there's a lot of possibilities and flexibility uh, for how you play DFS this week. Absolutely. Um, and it's a it's a popular Gen, Scott Jenstead move is to try to figure out who would be under rostered, who would be the unpopular guys off these tiers and and lean into that, you know, to try to to try to gain an edge on on the competition in these games. So are we at the point where um, Bryson would be totally unpopular at 93? I, maybe uh, he's certainly less popular now than he would have been in, at the start of the summer. Right. I mean, it just, right. you know, this game kind of, it, it flickers in and out like a, like a TV antenna, right? Like the old rabbit ears TV. I think sometimes it's crystal clear and it's there. And then other times it's just kind of a staticky mess. And right. then the off course stuff is kind of going along with it. So I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of off Bryson this week, but it does make him, I think an interesting contradictory play. It's certainly yeah. game win anywhere. Yeah, he does. He does. Uh, let's move on to the 8,000 tier. But before that, a quick note from our Blue Wire Network subscribe uh, uh, advertisers. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
All right, that was thank you for those uh, for the support from uh, Blue Wire. Uh, Jeff Erickson, Jeff Ritter here. Uh, Jeff from Morning Read and SI Golf. Uh, I'm here from RotoWire. We are talking about this week's BMW Championships. Moving on to the $8,000 tier. Still some good golfers here. Some guys that are on a roll. Uh, we got Scotty Scheffler at 89, Hideki at 88, our guy Abe Answer at 87. Uh, we got Corey Connors who had a nice little run over the week again at at 86. Webb Simpson 85, Harris English 84, Sam Burns 83, Paul Casey 82, Neiman 81, and Sung J M at 8,000. Jeff, who do you like in this tier? I mean, th this tier is just playing the hits from the summer. You know, these right. were all these guys were all priced in the seven thousands all summer long, and we were all over them. And now they've, you know, they're advancing in the FedEx Cup, and here they are. Uh, Corey right. Connors, extremely interesting. I mean, kind of drifted there a little bit through July, but uh, ball striking is the name of his game. Eighth place last week. Maybe he's finding it again. Um, Abe answer, not particularly strong week last week, but he's got his first win. Uh, yep. could, could easily see him backing that up with the top five here and getting himself in that, uh, discussion for, for, uh, for Eastlake and what he might do there. I also think I don't want to lose track of Scotty Scheffler. Uh, I was trying to dig this one out. I don't believe anyone has won their first career tour event during the FedEx playoffs since Camilo Vijegas. And I, I was trying to dig, I well, think it's like 05 or something wow. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Scheffler's one of those guys where it's like, man, this we've, we've talked about him all summer too. Is like a guy right on the cusp of that breakthrough. Uh, that This is a big opportunity for him. He's been playing well uh, for a long time. Winning an event you know, like, like this one would be, you know, this would be big for him. That's an amazing stat on so many different levels. For one, I didn't realize that the the playoffs had lasted had been around that long. You know, I, I felt yeah. like this is like a ten year thing or something like that, but it's been around a lot longer than that. And two, just the you know the length before you getting a first time winner on and one of these. I guess it makes sense. I mean, you're really kind of you you're, you're playing against tougher tougher fields, so harder to break through against players that are really yeah. battle hardened and all that. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, I guess I could see it that way, but. Uh, Connors was fourth in shot gain shots gained approach last week. Uh, he, he remains on his game. Um, you know, such that it is, I mean, he still was not a great putter, but man, you know, you, you start hitting some good approaches and good things happen. And here you go again with him there. So I kind of like him at 86. Uh, and yeah. of course, Hideki's there. He's always there. Yes. He's always there. Uh, tempting again, tempting. Why not? I, I mean, you feel like maybe he might do something here at the end of the year. Enough, enough. Uh, sort of as time has passed since the Masters has been playing better. Um, interesting. I don't know. I still like Connor. I think Connors is probably my favorite off this tier this week. And certainly, I would never betray Abe Answer no. after coming this far with him all summer. No, all summer. Never. Uh, and never. hitting his driving range here in San Antonio uh, recently. I'm, I'm supporting his, uh, his. I like his that you uh, ventures. I like that you uh, talk it up every single week. Uh, that the, the driving range there. You're very loyal. Not a sponsor of the podcast, although it yeah. uh, it it should be at this point. It's getting a fair amount of run. Um, but no, I, I probably and Webb Simpson also. You know, it's, it's another one that you feel like ball striking. I mean, maybe this would be a week for him as well. But I'll go Connors off this tier. But man, you you could you could easily pluck three or four guys off the eight thousands for your DFS lineups this week. No oh, question. for sure, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I think that'll be a, a lot of fun there. So, um, 
we'll see uh, if one of these guys breaks out. You know, you're going to have to kind of shop in this tier at least for one of the guys, I think. Uh, I, I kind of feel like you're, you're not going to be able to, uh, you know, be able to pull that off uh, without, you know, getting at least one guy in this tier. So uh, I think it's a matter of, you know, maybe two, depending on how you want to do. But it's so tempting. That's, you know, that's the thing with the smaller fields is everybody looks great. It's like you want to get, you know, you go to Baskin Robbins, you want to get all, you know, 30 plus flavors. But uh, there you go. It's kind of tough. Let's move on to the seven thousand dollar tier. Uh, you know, this for once, it's not too copious to mention everybody. We're going to go through it real quick. Shane Lowry's at seventy nine hundred. He had a really good week last week. Jason Kokrak seventy eight. Russell Henry Henley seventy eight. Keegan Bradley seventy seven. Alex Noren we saw a lot of on Monday at seventy seven. Sergio Garcia we did not see a lot of over the weekend seventy six. Kevin Na seventy six. Cameron Tringali, 75, Van Royen, 75, Horschel, 74, Varner, 74, Harmon, 73, Champ, 73, Streelman and Kisner at 72, Vegas, Siwoo Kim at 71, and then at 7,000, your guy, Charlie Hoffman and Maverick McNeely. What's your observation from this tier, Jeff? Uh, again, I mean, what a tier, right? I mean, there's, there's big yeah. names all over the place. I mean, I started at the top, Shane Lowry. I just I like his pedigree of just being generally a big game hunter. I like that he shot a 62 at Liberty National. Uh, I'd be feeling pretty good about himself coming into this week. Finished 11th yep. overall for the event. Uh, I think Lowry is very tempting at that price. Um, I also like Keegan Bradley. Uh, ball striking is is kind of the yep. name of, of his game as well. I think he also finished 11th at, at Liberty National. So. Putting is his, you know, you just, you find those guys where putting is the weakness, but everything else is clicking. I think that's tempting on this type of course profile. Again, it's kind of a mystery. We don't know, but um, you just kind of look at the stats and smallish greens, unfamiliar greens for the field. Uh, maybe that minimizes the putting advantage. So maybe that's Keegan Bradley music I hear playing in the background. We'll, we'll see. Right. But uh, those are those two are tempting. Of course, I'm not going to go against the Hoff having a great year and kind of sitting on the bubble. Uh, for Eastlake, I like grabbing at least one guy that's like right on that, like right around 30th. It's going to be scoreboard watching all weekend and just just needs it, you know. And so I think Hoffman's 29th right now in the FedEx. Um, played all right last week, uh, played four rounds. And so I'll I'll stick him in a few lineups this week for sure. What music would Keegan Bradley listen to if they're playing his music there? I don't know. Um, it wouldn't be fake music from Boston. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. Uh, maybe yeah. Boston. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but uh, fighting music kinda, though, definitely. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Uh, what do you got out of here? So, I, I think Kevin Na might be sneaky good here. Uh, I think he's going to be one of those guys that ah, it's Kevin Na, whatever. Move right past him. Move on. I think he, there's good form there. Finished top, you know, played played well on Monday. Finished in the top ten last week. Uh, kind of a guy that you know, he's not a big hitter. Played well at the Wyndham the week before that. Played well at the John Deere Classic. With you know, I, I think this is a guy that's kind of rounding into pretty good form. I I think he's a sneaky good guy to have at seventy six hundred this week. I like it. Fun to root for. Remember when Kevin now was like one of the least fun players to root for on tour. It was just, it was always like just the slow play and kind of the, the mental, you could just like the, the oh, pain yeah. and anguish. <laughs> Watch him. And he's, he's really, uh, he did a great job kind of like opening himself up to the press and letting people kind of just see who he really is. And now I find a very enjoyable player to pull for 
Uh, and he's playing well right now. It's a good, good pick. So it's always, it's always fun at this time of year. Might as well, uh, you know, it's fun to root for someone that you like watching. And Nas, uh, for me, is one of those guys. So that's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he'll be on my lineups for sure this week. Um, and I, I don't think he, you know, I'm not very good at estimating usage. You know, I, I don't, I'm not the whisperer like Scott is here, so I won't, I won't guess completely, but I think he's going to be someone that might not be extremely high owned. So we'll see about that. Uh, let's move on to the cheapies. Who are your bargain basement specials, Jeff? Who do you like to slide in here as guys to allow you to afford that, that five digit guy at the top? So I've had I've had Keith Mitchell on my team this year, uh, my fantasy team, yeah. and he's just he's really like an all or nothing guy. And last last week he had it going unexpectedly. I had I think I had six or seven guys going. We start five in our fantasy league. I benched him, and I regret it. I will not bench him yeah. this week. Very possible it just the flicker goes right out. But he's got a big game, uh, power game. Really, you know, when it's on, he can play with anybody. I think he's tempting, and I think Max Homa is tempting at sixty four hundred. Uh, I am not sure. I see Phil Mickelson sitting there. I want to believe, but I think I'm just going to stay away on a hot 90 degree Maryland weekend. And he's, <laughs> I think I'm going to, I'm going to stay away from Phil, but I, I think Mitchell and Homa for me are my two guys in the 6,000 range. What about you? I like you? that. You know, Mitchell, it came up big at the end, you know, made a couple of big putts to get into the, get in under the number there, you know, to make the cut for this tournament. So I was pretty impressed yeah. with that. Uh, I dismissed Swafford last week. I had a chance to pick him up in our league, and I was like, ah, he just was going doing well in alternate events. That's how he got so high on the the, the money list and the, the the points list. But then he came up big last week. You know, it, re- recent form was pretty horrible before that, so I'm, I'm probably more inclined to dismiss him again. But at six thousand, I mean, it it does you know it does solve a lot of uh, problems there if you need that cheapy guy. Um, other one I like is Emiliano Grillo at sixty five hundred. Uh, I, I, you know, I know that, you know, he, you know, he had a pretty long miscut streak uh, for a while. Uh, then, you know, did well at the open championship has done a whole lot since I've just got a feeling about him, Jeff. This is, this is all just seat of the pants, non-statistically based, not recent form based, not really smart, if you will. Uh, it's just, it's a feeling. The gut. I mean, sometimes you just can't, when your gut pulls you a direction you just got to lean into it and just yeah spend them this is where this is where uh, scott pulls out all the reasons why i'm wrong and mocks me endlessly uh the next week but then again it's my my last guy usually with data uh you know and like he'll just like set up that statistical profile for you that tells you exactly why your your gut is is all wrong and then your gut gets all tied up in knots uh but i don't know i i like it i like it i mean and like i said no one at the bottom of this field is is bad. There's no no one. There's really no bad picks this week. It's really just how do you want to build a lineup. So that's what that's what makes DFS particularly fun. I think for this one is just that you can get you can get creative. That's right. That's right. You can talk. You can talk. So, you can talk almost anybody who's left. You can talk almost all of them up if you want to because they've all done something this year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Let's quickly shift over to the betting sheet. Uh, real quick, yep. any uh, any any hot tips for the betters out there that you got? I uh, yeah, I was just trying to golf odds. It looks like it's down, so I, I'm in the I'm in the DraftKings casino now. I think okay. uh, I, I mean as we've talked about, I mean I I think Keegan Bradley at seventy to one is very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Shane Lowry forty five to one is, is interesting, and then just because I found the stat. Uh, and since it hasn't been done since Vegas, Scotty Scheffler maybe for that first career tour win. 
at 30 to one. Um, what is Rom? I think Rom, five, five, five and a half to one. Wow. Uh, no, I'm not going to do, I wouldn't do that. But I think the other guys, I, I still like playing it around in that kind of mid tier 30, 40, 50 to one and get some value. Um, so I'll go, I'll go Keegan 70 to one, Lowry 45, Scheffler 30. All what right. Very good. I got a few out there. Uh, I, I think uh, we mentioned you were ticked off at Victor Hovland, uh, but he was contending until he just blew up on one hole and then, you know, snapped his putter and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but I, I, I kind of go back to the well at uh, 33 to one. Uh, I think that's a pretty reasonable price of him. Yeah, I like Brooks price. at 25. Uh, you know, you're getting the same price on Brooks that you're getting on Bryson, which is kind of funny and Cantlay and Finau, uh, and Cam Smith. I, I think Brooks is the most fearsome of those guys, guys that are more likely to, you know, close out when they're doing well. Uh, yep. want to go with, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, that's a great point. I mean, who do you, if, if he's there on Sunday, who scares you? I mean, you got to feel good, as good as, about Kepka as any of the guys around him. You're getting 25 to one odds. Right. Uh, going for some bombs, uh, Sean on at 66 to one. I like that. Uh, getting that on bet MGM. Uh, I, I kind of like, uh, Harold Varner, Varner a little bit at a uh, hundred to one. Uh, I think that, you know, you're talking about just a bomb, just trying to, you know, throw that out there just a little bit there. Uh, and your guy, Max Homa is 125 to one. Uh, so you, you, these are some of the options there. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just caveat here. I'm in California. I can't bet online. I don't have any skin in the game when it comes to the bets. So uh, that's why you usually don't hear me offering up betting odds on my betting sheet. So these are just some of them I'm throwing out there that seem interesting to me. Your mileage may vary as far as that goes. Uh, go ahead. You were gonna Texas, say something. Sorry. Texas is in the same uh, uh, situation there. If we met up in Colorado, we could have a lot of fun uh, <laughs> playing with some of this stuff. But I'm. Um, Frankly, it's surprising that California is in that boat, but it's just entrenched interests are entrenched interests everywhere. So it's going to be a while till we get uh, legal sports betting online. Uh, we can always drive to Vegas. That's that's the yep. thing, the good aspect of that there. All right. Yeah. How about one and done before we get to your fantasy football question of the week? Yeah, one and done. Uh, it's easy for me. I don't know. I mean, there's probably a, this is like, why am I in 39th place out of 43 entries in our one and done pool? I haven't used John Rahm yet, the number one player in the world. So I'm going to go ahead and fire it up. Uh, he's, I don't like the odds of winning the tournament on him five and a half to one. I hate that as a straight ticket, but I'll take him in the one and done. All right. Got to use him sometime. So it's Rahm for me. Never tell me the odds. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Cantlay because I lied and didn't use him last week. So I've already, I've already penciled it in. I've actually clicked it in. I have Louie left, but I kind of want to see how he looks after taking a, uh, you know, a couple of weeks off with the neck. That kind of concerns me just a little bit there. So see if that is, you know, just like Clayton Kershaw, they said, oh, he's going to be day-to-day with the forum, and now he's on the 60-day IL. Sometimes it is something, even though we suspect yeah. it's just a, a, a ruse to have a couple of weeks off. I think it's something wor- uh, worth watching a little bit. So I'm going to hold off on Louie and use him next week because he's certain to go through next week. So um, I'll, I'll use Cantlay this week. Uh, on to our fantasy okay. football question. Yeah, it's been. Well, how many fantasy football podcasts or serious XM shows do, have you hosted in the last twenty four hours? First of all, because uh, I, I just want people to understand, you are a a fountain of knowledge in this area. So I'm getting, I'm getting like, you should charge a rate really for the consulting well, fee that I'm gonna, I'm gonna. If go we expanded to like thirty hours, two XM shows and one podcast, plus I did the Rotowire Stake League auction just now, right before our our golf podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> draft. So three shows plus your own draft. So okay. So here here's where I am now. Uh, okay. I am on the clock. I'm in the uh, what is essentially the third round of a draft. It's a two player keeper league. So everybody's so 24 guys are off the board. I traded up uh, this year. I traded Saquon Barkley for draft position. Uh, okay. So I've made I've made one selection in the third round already. I took Najee Harris, who is available as the second pick overall, not a keeper. So he was just he was there, and I'm up again with the fifth pick in the third round. Uh, so I've got I've got my two keepers are McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> it's like it's, yes, got a really good start to team, and uh, I just drafted Najee Harris. So um, I'm. Torn between, I feel like because I've traded up, I'm like I'm like ahead of the curve now in the draft. I feel great about the players I have. I, I'm tempted to try a glamour quarterback or glamour tight end, which I usually don't do those strategies. But I feel like I've got the best anchor you can have in running back. I've got a great anchor in wide receiver. I've got Najee as the second running back. So I'm tempted. Josh Allen is sitting there. Uh, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson were keeper players. So I've got okay. Josh Allen is there. Or uh, Darren Waller or Kittle are there at tight end, or I got all the receivers you would expect for our, like, well, tell me the receivers below. because I, I was about to tell you receivers. Everybody, so tell me the receiver. everybody below, everybody below Metcalf, basically the, the Metcalf was taken. So it's like McLaurin, Keegan Allen, the Cowboys guys, the Buccaneers guys, those guys are all available. Um, How about, and it's a three, Hop- you start three receivers in a flex. Is AJ Brown available? Hopkins. No. AJ Brown. No, and Hopkins I would have, AJ Brown would have been empty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'd still I'm not normally, and it's a, yeah, and it's also yeah. a six. It's a six point per touchdown league and one point for twenty yards passing. So I'm usually not a glamour quarterback guy at all, but I you, you also kind of want to value him twenty five percent more because of the six touchdown, six points per touchdown, and and one point for twenty yards passing. So I'm tempted. This Josh Allen thing is tempting me to break my normal patterns because uh, normally I would probably take a receiver and start two great, two great running backs, two great receivers, and and you know, do, and the rest of it after this two rounds is an auction, so I can you know fill up the holes from there. But Josh Allen is tempting, and so is Darren Waller. You know, to just plug in a, a glamour tight end as well, have an exa- advantage there. So that's so where I am. Personally, I would resist that temptation and go with another wide receiver. Uh, that's just, especially you start you three and presumably a flex also. Uh, I yeah. think you can make the case for the tight end, less so the quarterback. Because even though it's six points for a passing touchdown, it, it's for all the quarterbacks. So, it, you know, you only start one quarterback. I think that's the big thing, Correct. too. Uh, my my preference would be the receiver. I can see the case for the tight end. I, I, would, dis- I would discourage you from going with Allen there. Interesting. Okay. So my receivers, uh, I'm, I would be between McLaurin or CD lamb. I know CD has COVID, uh, but hopefully that's cleared up by then. I don't, I don't know, but those would be the two receivers that I'm, I would be sitting on. I like them both a lot this year. And I, I was them. thinking I I, it, it's until, until Josh Allen just slipped to me. I that's, that was going to be my plan was to take one of those guys. So I may have to, I may. So I always reframe this in the form of just, if I were drafting in a straight up, you know, you know, redraft i would who would i take first it'd be mclaurin over all of those guys yeah maybe it's also a keeper league i guess i should say so it's a, you, yeah. if you can catch that ascending player on well they're both ascending but 
I feel like CD Lamb has potential to be like on the right. on the cover I know. of Sports it Illustrated. Sounds like you really want to take CD Lamb instead. Yeah, I gotta uh, I gotta watch their stupid games. I'm in Texas. I don't like the Cowboys, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna be stuck watching all of them because of local you know TV deals too. So I also uh, that's often a tiebreaker decision for me is what am I gonna have to watch on Sundays? And I want to make sure I've got a reason to sit down and watch the local team. So that's one. That's a tiebreaker for me. Okay. As long as the Houston Texans aren't your local team, you're oh, no. probably okay. No, um, we get no. It's all the Cowboys games here. So, all right. Well, that's thank you. That's uh, I'm gonna. I'm just about to like hit the button on Josh Allen, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take pause a beat once we get off the air here and think about this some more. So, I right. appreciate the advice. And next week you'll tell us what you did, and you'll tell us. Oh, I didn't listen to you at all, and I went this way. I went with Josh. Well, Allen I'm gonna I'm gonna take it to heart. I mean, I, I'll okay. You know, it's a consult. I appreciate the consulting uh, role on this team. I mean, last year I had I had McCaffrey and Saquon, the top two players in fantasy, and I finished 11th. So clearly, you know, you can think you've got it nailed in the draft, and you you just never know. So indeed, indeed. Yeah. All right. On to well, the BMW. On to the fantasy football season. Indeed. Hey guys, we've got a, a YouTube channel now. Uh, if you search the Rotowire Golf uh, YouTube channel, you can find us. We, we would really like to get you guys to subscribe to the channel. Start watching. You know, you can, that way you'll get notifications anytime we post a new video. Hopefully that way you, you can always check in on us. Uh, if you missed the live broadcast, it'll be right there for you. So please subscribe to that. Uh, please, as always, if you just listen to the podcast, subscribe, rate, and review that as well. We do appreciate you guys listening to Gaming Golf. Jeff and I thank you, and uh, we'll be back again next week. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.